a Lifetime original podcast. We're ready, Megan? Mm-hmm. You want to pop off or what do you sure, want to do? Sure, yeah, I'll pop off. Okay. <sighs> I love a Lifetime movie. This woman comes in with just like a lukewarm casserole and is IFing your son. I don't know if she's the one to break down to. They were mowing lawns. They just also were trafficking drugs. I thought it was insane that every single boy in this town wants to be best friends. I just want people to get the correct medical care, uh, murderer or not. <laughs> Courtney is right, you are adorable. Tell me what to do. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of I Love a Lifetime Movie. I am Megan Gailey and boy, I do love a Lifetime Movie and I'm joined by my illustrious co-host. Naomi Perrigan. That's Naomi. me. That is you. <laughs> it is. Megan, you look great. Really? Yes. I oh just my gosh, that's so you nice. You have a good Zoom. I feel like you have a good like profile for Zoom. Thank you. You know so what I mean? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm actually scared to go back out into the world for many, many reasons, but mostly because I've had my like Zoom fix my appearance yes. all the way up, all the way up. Yes, absolutely. Um, absolutely. And, you know, in, in person, you can't do that. You cannot. You cannot. Also, you know, I've gained the COVID-19. That's what uh, I'm calling. That's what I'm calling my midsection, honey. And I am just like, originally, I'm telling you, I was like, you know what? I was I was aiming for like my vaccine bod. I was trying to get snatched for the vax is what I was calling it. Oh, wow. You know? So there was so like, like less of you for the vax to have to like distribute through? No, it was more like once we get the vax, we're out in the world. So I, you okay. know, the way people have like a beach body, I wanted my yeah, vaccine vax. body. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A vaccinated look. And so mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I'm going to like get it together. But, you know, with every passing day, food becomes one of my few joys. Oh, my God. I ate a sandwich last night that was so good. I mean, like it was more of like a <laughs> sub. It yeah. was so good. <laughs> and I I was like, I'm only going to eat half. That's like a real Megan lie. I'm going to eat half and save <laughs> the other half for later. And I ate it all. And then I washed it down with an empanada. And I was just <laughs> the happiest little bitch you've ever seen. Washed it down with an empanada. <laughs> if we ever make merch, that's a shirt. Washed uh, it down with an empanada. You know, just famously, famously a little, refreshing. A little peek behind the curtain. Naomi and I auditioned for the same part this week. <laughs> And so that's why when you said you look great, I'm like, listen, I've got the look on that I had for that part. Even though they yep. said no makeup, I said, well, I'll be in charge of how much <laughs> you're going to get. Oh, wait, did it? See, you and I got different sides. Mine didn't <gasps> say no makeup. Okay, Naomi, we have the same manager. Are they sabotaging us? <laughs> honestly, honestly, they want one of us to win. And they're not telling us which one. Well, they also probably know it's like, tell Naomi to even out that face. Well. They, know, they know what I need. They know what I need. Well, I was just so excited to be a character. It said, it said um, athletic in shape. And I, I didn't said, get Bless. that. I didn't get that. I did not get okay. that. This is insane. This character, this is- who's... We, wild. We've, we've got some emails to send. What if we start emailing our our manager and a lawyer that we both have and are like, we got different <laughs> sides. 
Oh, I know everybody loves and thinks we're so down to earth when we talk about Hollywood. Um, but we well, probably do I, have to move on. <laughs> I think we should, especially because the movie we are talking about today is like such a hot mess. Not oh, as I like thought you were going to say hot. I think you were just going to say hot. Just plain hot. I mean, it's hot and a mess. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about, let's say that way maybe. It's a very horny film. Yeah. You guys, we watch, and we hope you did too, the film The Madam of Purity Falls. Now, in case you didn't see it, I'm going to break it down. Kristana okay. Loken plays Nicole, a woman who moves her family, her daughter Justine and son Jason, to the town of Purity Falls after her husband's unexpected death. When they get there, the rift between Nicole and Jason deepens when he becomes involved with a neighborhood madam. Oh, what? You didn't see that coming. You did no. not see that coming. I guess you see uh, you see it a little bit coming because you're like, why would a town be called Purity Falls? Like, <laughs> the, is it the town in Footloose? Like, what is, right. why? That's too, now, so for some reason, I had convinced myself that this film was set in the 1800s. Because it was named Purity Falls. Exactly. Yeah. Whenever I even hear falls, like I think of like the river <laughs> runs through it, Niagara <laughs> Falls. Like I think of oh. like a, a bygone time. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> so when it opened in like a modern backyard, I was like, right. Wait, have, have we time traveled? Are we getting a tri- time traveling sex worker? When we opened, I was like, is it the 1950s? Like it had like a little 1950s energy to it because the opening scene, you guys, is a family at a lake house, at a mm. cabin. Oh. And they're just having a beautiful summer's day. Mm-hmm. The daughter's like coming out of the lake. Father and son start throwing the... Tossing the pig skin? Tossing is that the what pig. they say? Yeah, that's amazing. That's what they say, yeah, tossing Thank the pig so skin. Much. And mom is like by the grill. You know what I mean? Like it had that yeah. whole like setup. And so I was like, wait a minute. Is this 1955? It had, you know, a little ruby feel to me. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, whenever I see siblings not beating each other up, I'm like, this is fictional. This cannot be like, and I know that they weren't like best friends, but I'm like, my brothers wouldn't even be at like the same house as me growing up. Like they'd be like, oh, Megan's here. We're leaving. Like that was, that was. Mm-hmm. Well, we've established that you will wear a goddamn towel to the dinner table. <laughs> I'm on their side. Okay. I guess that's true. I guess that's true. All right. We're already getting wild. So let's get into it. Natural. I think not it, on Riverdale because he's lighter in this movie. Yeah, and in Riverdale, and it's like really, really red. And Archie's is kind of a little 
jazzed up yeah. on Riverdale too. But I was like, I know him. And it's so funny because in first season of Riverdale, he's he's dead, spoiler. Um, but there's so <laughs> many flashbacks of him that it feels right. like he's an integral part of the show when he's right. dead from the from moment one. Well, I guess, you know what? Speaking of dead, it works out well because basically Jason and his dad are tossing the football and then dad just collapses and dies of a heart attack. Let's see what you got, old man. Better go deep. Dad? Kyle! Uh, A true fear. A true fear. Is Uh, it really? I just feel like I've known a lot of dads that were like taking out the trash, mowing the lawn, like uh, de-icing a car, just uh, doing things. and Right. A a lot of snow shoveling. Snow shoveling can cause it. And this, for an older dad. This dad was fit. Yep. Um, he was in a tank, I believe. And oh, yeah. he was in good shape. He looked like a surfer dad. And so I don't know. That's Those are just so, those brain aneurysms. Like when someone just like goes like that and there was no telling, no sign. I, that's a, and, and some would say that's probably an ideal way to go. No. How do you want to go? <laughs> in my sleep. In your sleep. In my sleep, naturally. Yeah. Just like go. Just be done with it. I think my mom had an uncle who like ate Thanksgiving dinner. He was like 90. Ate Thanksgiving dinner, laid down on the couch and passed in his sleep. Now that's nice. Yeah. You pass with a full belly, feeling real good. He must Death have by done, stuffing. Yeah, he must have done something right in his life because that's <laughs> like a true... Ooh, yeah, that's good. It is good. That's nice. That's very nice. That's beautiful. So you guys, it's really not that as depressing as we're starting it out to be. <laughs> because, because literally, like, that's the opening of the movie. So you're like, uh-oh, this is dark, dark, dark. And I'm sitting there looking at Kristana Loken being like, TX, what are you doing here? I can't take Terminator X. You know she's from T- Terminator 3. I had no TX. idea. You seem to know a lot of the people in this film, and I had never laid eyes on them. But she was great. <laughs> I liked her. Even when you said her name at the beginning, I'm like, how does Naomi know how to pronounce? I would have been like, Christana. I, uh, yeah, Christana. <laughs> and you said Christana? Yes. I just I just feel like wow. literally I only know her from Terminator 3, and I know she's done a lot more than that. Mm-hmm. So, sorry. Um, but basically, we cut to one year later. And Nicole and her kids, Jason and Justine, are pulling in to their new house big, in the town. Big of, house. Big well, house. Come on. Come on. It's a lifetime. It's I know, lifetime. but I'm just, uh, I, 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 this is morbid, but I was like, okay, the dad had life insurance. You know, like I was like, <laughs> he set him up. He set him up. Yeah, They're yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I, I, I also think that too, but then I so quickly am like, it's lifetime. Where are they going to live? A shanty? You know, they got to give us those, that marble countertop. No, then that would be what the movie was about. If anyone's in a small house, the movie is then about that they live in a small house. <laughs> but if they're in a big house, they're just like, yeah, everyone lives in a big house. Duh. <laughs> is the vibe. <laughs> but when they pull into the house, though, right? Like, the, it's like already tense because basically Jason has an attitude. Mom is like, we're going to make new memories. And mm-hmm. Jason's like, I like the old memories. It's like, we get it. And then they're unpacking the car and he pulls out his dad's rifle. Rifle. Like his yeah. dad's, like old the shotgun. rifle, yeah, shot. And I was like, shotgun. Okay, I was like, so literally, I see the, sh- I see the rifle, and I go, uh oh. What are you doing with that? What do you mean? It's dad's rifle. Grandpa gave it to him, and now it's mine. I don't care. It's dangerous. You shouldn't have brought it, and I don't want it in the house. Fine. Uh oh. I, I, 
would, I you know? think it would be in a case. You know, just loosen the back seams. Right, right. <laughs> I, I, I don't own, I'm not packing heat, but I thought it was like a, a flu. You know, maybe you twist yeah. it off, put it in a case, carry it in the car. Right. I also think it's like tough to be like, oh, I had a parent die and now we're moving to a new town for my like senior year of high school. Like, right. mom, this sucks. This is going to be good for us. A fresh start. We'll make new memories here. I like their old memories. Well, okay, then you're on Team Jason. So then you're feeling the way Jason feels because yeah. he hates being there. And he's like immediately, you know, his sister is like, I hate your gun. You know, Justine, the sister, you know, we're not seeing too much of her. We get very we get, little of her. <laughs> we get very little, but I'm on board with her. Look, do yeah. I think she's actually 32 playing a 15 year old? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. But I thought she was real no nonsense, real direct. Yes. I liked her energy. And she's constantly trying to order food. And I would say half the scene she's in, which is like three. What's for dinner? Yes. What's and, dinner? And so I, that's good. I really, yeah. Relatable. Oh, and she's not, she's struggling with her math. Struggling with her math, wants to order dinner and, and, and is old for a teen. What we're saying is you could have played Justine. I'm just trying to think about the different characters we can put you in, Megan. How we can have you populate the world. Oh, yeah. Are you a realtor? Are you a daughter? Well, uh, both. I just got fresh Botox, too. So it's like, I'm ready to be a sophomore in high school. (laughs) Megan, you got fresh Botox. Yes. On what? The fort where? On my forehead and then in between my eyebrows. And then I said, you got to jack me up a little more. I need a little more in the crow's feet. (laughs) You know, like put a little more on top. Um, and so she zapped it right up. Megan, what? how long have you been putting botulinum toxin in your face? Years. Years. Really? But Years. You're, you're so young. Well, why do you think so? <laughs> what do you think it is? I got freckles, but the, that's that only takes you so far. You can't have a freckle in a deep furrow on your forehead. So I just get them zhuzhed out. And you know, it's Naomi, you're in an interracial marriage, but but you're with a white man. I'm with a man right, who right. is going to age better right. than me. Yes, and that's yes, yes. terrifying. I'm terrified yeah. of yeah, yeah, CJ yeah. and I to be 60 and me look right. 75 and him look 30. And I'm like, right. okay, great. This is, oh, th- yeah, this is my husband slash caregiver. And... <laughs> So I get it. I get. So I get, get it. it. Um. I get. I get all the lines erased. It's Woo! so scary to me. It's so <sighs> scary to me. Like I'm not. It's. I, I have like no judgment about plastic surgery. It's just mm-hmm. the act of plastic surgery is scary to me. Or like any kind of like. Because you know what it is too. I think because I'm a pessimistic person. I'm always like, well, if I do it, I'm gonna be the one person who's paralyzed. Yeah. You know oh, what I mean? Like right. I'm always like afraid of whatever. What is nice about Botox is it dissolves. So like you do see people sometimes and they're like smiling crooked and you're like, "Uh oh, but it's not going to stay that way. So like it it will, I mean, is it just a poison releasing into your body? Absolutely. But at some (laughs) point, I think it gets out of there. You know? (laughs) Well, we don't know the science and I don't really need to. Honestly, I feel like talking about Botox is fitting for this motion picture because I yes. do feel as though many of our favorite actresses are a little tight. They're oh. a little tight in this. Oh, yeah. And especially like the clientele that we're going to meet is Absolutely. they all they all met at a Botox party. They call <laughs> they call them now like come to my plastic party. And I don't mean Tupperware. <laughs> OK, Megan, the movie pops off really well, I think. 
this is the first moment I thought Megan's going to like this because we see Jason tossing a football, like an yeah. old football in the backyard, which is like, what? You can't and do it by yourself either. <laughs> I, exactly. He just like throws it and he hit. He hits young neighbor boy Chad. Chad. <laughs> Ow. Hey. Rough day? Sorry. Sorry, man. I didn't see you. All right. No harm done. Who is shirtless, yes. smooth as a dolphin. Yeah. And he says he's going to college in a week. Ooh. That, that is like it. And Chad, and then he's like, oh, are you, like, you know, do you live next door? And Chad's like, oh, no, I don't. And mm-hmm. then, like, an older woman in a silk robe comes out. Love that. And he's like, oh, Chad, can you come inside and help me with something? Duty calls. See you around, Jason. And that's our first taste. Megan, as soon as you saw shirtless Chad. Yeah. Did you say this is the movie for me? I, no, I paused because, <laughs> no, I, well, I paused because I was like, why don't, he could be 16 and that would not be okay. And then when right. he said, I'm about to go to college, I said, I'm all in. Okay. okay. I, I pushed mm-hmm. all, I pushed all my chips in because then I know he's of age. And honestly, when I was seeing those abs, I was like, this is what I wanted in Pool Boy Nightmare. <laughs> uh-huh. You wanted, you wanted that, that fresh bod. And yeah. we do get Chad in a pool at some point. Allah. Honey, it's coming. So first of all, we're in the house. Mom and Jason are having a fight about moving to Purity Falls and he storms off. Such an angsty teen. And then neighbor Courtney McQueen comes by mm. with a casserole. And you know she's bad because the music gets ominous. Ominous? Mm-hmm. Ominous. Mm-hmm. Hi there. I'm Courtney McQueen. I'm your neighbor. I just wanted to welcome you to the neighborhood. Oh, hi. I'm Nicole Johnson. Oh, it's lovely to meet you, Nicole. The music was terrifying. Mm-hmm. So you were like, and you guys, she is Olivia Diabo, a.k.a. Karen Arnold. From the Wonder Years. Did no. you know she was British? Wait, no. That's who it is. Okay, when you kept saying, uh, like, in our notes, I'm like, I don't know who this is that she's talking about. Wow, she's Karen Arnold. That's, you know what? Some of our greatest actors are British. And we never know. I know. I we know. never know. They're you so know. good at it. But it also, it, it, I feel like regular British people, when they do American accents, it's always pretty funny, too. Like, non-actors are just like, hey, yeah, so I'm going to the mall. And I'm like, you nailed it. <laughs> like, that's all it is. And, like, we, but we're not, we're like, hello, cheerio. Bah, bah, bah. Like, we're so bad at it. And they yeah, just mock us. Oliver Twist. I can only go, uh, shine your shoes, governor. Nickel for your treble. Like, it's oh. like. No one's gonna need that. Wow. So I'm like re um re, I'm I'm looking at the Google images. Yes. And a beauty then and a beauty now. And I know. I mean, she kind of needs to be for this part because well, she honey, runs she... a beauty-based business, let's say. <laughs> well, she comes in the house with this casserole and it's instantly like, I'm your bestie. And she, but when she does, she eyes Jason seductively. Uh-huh. Jason's like, you know, sulking on the steps. And Courtney, ooh, she just looks at him like she is unwrapping a treat. Courtney, this is my son, Jason. It's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, Jason. <laughs> she talks about how she's like a bunch of jobs. I actually run a few home-based businesses. I, uh, I sell a line of organic cosmetics to all the ladies in the cul-de-sac, so you guys will have to come to my next green lady party. 
And um, I also have a landscaping business. Oh, well, if you're hiring, Jason used to mow the lawn at her old house. Ah. I don't need help finding a job, Mom. No, but that's terrific. I mean, I'm always looking for boys with experience. She likes boys with experience. Yeah, and she didn't need, like, she made it a little obvious what she meant. You know, like, there were other ways to say that. You can also just, like, lie and say, like, oh, have you mowed lawns? Have you mowed lawns before? Um, You know, like, (laughs) boys with experience, it's like, experience. Okay, you get what I'm saying. saying. Very much so. I think we all do. And Nicole, as Nicole walks Courtney out, Nicole instantly breaks down crying, which I thought was a lot. You know, it really gave me flashes of sleepwalking in suburbia. (laughs) I was going to say giving flashes of myself. (laughs) (laughs) This woman comes in with just like a lukewarm casserole and is eye-effing your son. I don't know if she's the one to break down to, especially when you find out Nicole is about to be the Purity Falls High School guidance counselor. Yeah. Okay, so we set up that, like, obviously, what is her name? (laughs) I've already forgotten her name. Courtney McQueen. Courtney McQueen. Okay, so we set up that Courtney McQueen is one to keep your eye on, definitely. Absolutely. That night, we see Chad um, still shirtless, uh, and he's on the phone with his girlfriend. He said that he's been able to save up enough money for them to get an off-campus apartment. And then he's like, oh, the door's open. That's weird. I gotta go. Love you. Mom? Dad? And then he gets hit over the head, pushed in the pool, and drowned. And then that's when I felt like I was back in pool boy nightmare. Right. We were in a true pool boy nightmare. And I was like, oh, my God, not again. Not again. I said, I hope they don't have a professional pool cleaner. Because not only does this guy drown Chad, the killer takes Chad's money, all the money he was saving up for his future. So you're like, okay, did he murder him to get his money? You know what I mean? And then the next morning, the family, our main family, you know, Nicole and the two J's, they're watching the news story about Chad's accidental drowning. A Purity Falls High graduate has died in what appears to be an accidental drowning. The body of 18-year-old Chad Griffith was found in his backyard pool this morning. And Jason is like, oh my God, I just talked to that guy. Yeah. And so it was like, so he's feeling weird. And I, he's also probably feeling like every time I throw a football at someone, they die. Oh, Because no. this has now happened to him twice, Megan. Oh, this no, has happened I hadn't to him twice. even thought of that. He Poor threw the Jason. football to dad. Dad collapses. He accidentally hits Chad. Chad drowns. Wow. Yeah. Well, He's never going to pick up a football again. Never again. And so, you know, mom is like, I'm going to set up grief counseling because she's a guidance <laughs> yeah. counselor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's actually truly never going to pick up a football again because as he is at school, he sees a sign up for all of these extracurriculars. And then that is when he meets Daniel. You about trying out? Oh, uh, no, not really. Yeah, football team sucks. Our wrestling team is top in the state, though, so. Yeah. Yeah. Now, do you think it's weird when, like, teens are nice to other teens? I get suspicious. I thought it was insane that every single boy in this town wants to be best friends. Like, teenage mm-hmm. boys are not, like, just open for fun. With, no. like, the new kid. Not that they would even, I'm not even implying that they're necessarily mean. They but just don't wild- communicate. Exactly. Like, Chad is literally like, hey, what are you doing? You know, this is a great town. And then, like, Daniel's Uh like, hello, stranger. You should come be on wrestling. So it's like, 
Jason draws people in. Right. So immediately though, Jason's on board. He's like, all right, I'll wrestle. And I'm like, okay, Jason, I love how open you are to just like trying to make a life in Purity Falls. Mm -hmm. And when they're at practice, Daniel gives Jason a hot tip about Courtney McQueen. Listen to this. Do you know Courtney McQueen? My neighbor? Yeah, I uh, met her last night. She, uh, she offered me a job. She takes it. I work for her. It's great. Mowing lots and stuff. <laughs> She'll take care of you, man. Trust me. She'll mm, take care of you, man. Trust weird, me. Weird. Well, well, well. Well, it's, well, well. It's, but like, so it's like wild how quickly though Daniel brings this recruits up. Recruits him. Yes. I think, <laughs> I think he saw that bod. I think he saw that bod in the singlet and he said, I got to get him there. I think it's also wild how like naive Jason is. Like Courtney said a weird thing to him. Daniel said a weird thing to him. Yeah. And, and. All he is thinking at this point is like, wow, I got to go work for this lawn business. And it's like, what? <laughs> what? Jason. Also, there's these girls there, Clara. Oh, um, yeah. And she had been in the hallway like eyeing Jason. And then her and her friends are there watching wrestling practice. Naomi, I don't know if you've ever <laughs> been to a wrestling. I don't I've never even been to a wrestling practice. I've been in a gym after a wrestling practice. Uh-huh. There is no smell more disgusting. It I is mean, like the dampness in the air. The dampness in teen, the air. Teen boys on each other. I've been to a lot of wrestling matches. I had a friend who was very good at wrestling in high school. So we would go to their like state tournaments. And even that felt sad for me. But the, <laughs> Clara's just posted up at cauliflower ear practice. And I'm like, this bitch needs to get a hobby. Absolutely. I was like, especially because the way they were set up, they were like so close to the mat. Like I was like, y'all are too into this. The coach needs to go. You got to go. You got to go somewhere. I need my guys to focus. And they're like, and it's crazy because Clara to me, she had this as the biggest smile and she was so excessive to me. that I was like, you, yeah, she's just like, hi, hi. And she's like, so thumbs up. And I was like, great. I was like, honestly, you know, I love a confident woman, but she does approach Jason. And I'm like, you got to like, wait and see who he actually is for your own safety girl for your own safety but also you know what i feel like all these aryan boys are not doing it for me like literally jason is translucent i do not find him attractive so the fact that like everyone's losing their mind over him i'm you know i'm i'm removed i'm removed from the situation i'm taking a bird's eye view Okay, but I mean, Clara has blonde hair, blue eyes, and very fair skin. So, like, that's who she's going to be into. (laughs) I know, but I'm like, literally everyone is an Aryan dream. It's too much. When she was being so smiley, I was like, oh, Clara's the killer. (laughs) I truly was like, Clara is like a, she is the villain. I don't know how. She she is a part of this and she is the villain and spoiler, she is not the villain. Um, (laughs) Doesn't even want a part of it. Okay, so where are we now? Oh gosh, Jason goes into the locker room after practice and there's a grown man in there and we know that that's not okay. That's not okay. Grown people are not allowed to saunter into high schools for very good reasons. Safety, everything. Like it's not okay. And this man is... He's old too. He's like a bald old man. And he's easily like 60. Yes. And he is yelling at Daniel and they seem to know each other. And he's like, I know what you've been doing. Take it easy. Stay away from her. Don't ever think about coming back. I'll kill you. And then Jason's like, who's that? And Daniel's like, I don't know. 
It's like, what? I don't know. know. (laughs) He's like, probably a crazy old drunk. I was like, first of all, that crazy old drunk was in business casual, had a pocket square, and knew you well. So, like, that lie is not going to work. And so it's like so, so funny. So Jason is dense. Jason is dense. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. He so but here's the thing, right? So like Clara's like, oh, okay, I'll go out with you. You know, Jason's like, come for pizza. And then I love it. Jason opens his wallet and it's empty. Empty. Hilarious. And so so then he's like, he goes to Courtney's house to see if maybe he can work for this landscaping business. Mm -hmm. And she answers the door in a negligee and silk robe and is drinking white wine in the middle of the day. What can I do for you, Jason? Oh, God bless, bless her. Courtney. Bless her. Okay. Bless her. Right that is now, a queen she's the, stays a queen. She's the protagonist. I know they want her <laughs> to be the antagonist, but I see this and I go, oh, that's me during COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Except not, not with the teen boys. Not with the teen boys. <laughs> well, she brings, she breaks, you know, invites Jason in and literally is like, would you like some wine? I won't tell your mom. Uh-huh. Sure. And then they like start chit chatting. She tells some allegedly funny story about a boat. So Jack's turning the tiller the wrong way round. And the instructor yells out, hey, you might want to watch out for that buoy. And then she like spills wine on herself and is like, I've got to I've got to take off my robe. And it's from uh, uh, listeners as someone who's done this a lot. If you're in silk and you spill white wine on it, it doesn't stain. You're all good. (laughs) You don't need to take it off. You don't need to take it off. But Jason doesn't know that. He does. He's not. He's not into the Sauvignon Blanc spill. Um, and so, she, yeah, she takes it off, and then they have sex. Yeah. Like, yeah. We, we don't see it. We see them like go down, and then we right. see them in bed. They like, of course, of course, <gasps> in bed. That. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, I believe in taking advantage of an opportunity when it arises. Both very damp, which I did not like. There was a sweat mm-hmm. sheen, and I didn't like the implication of that. But after that, though, she gives him a client's card and a, yeah. and then like a cash advance. And then when he goes, yeah. he's like, can I go take a shower? And she's like, sure. And then she snaps a couple pictures of him before joining him in the shower. So I was like, okay, what is she about to do? Like, I thought it was going to be some sort of like cyber bully situation where she posts his photograph. I did not know what was happening. Oh, I, was like, I knew she... what she was doing. I knew what she was doing. She was getting a picture of the goods. You know? Like, I had no idea. She's, she's like, I'm about to list this on eBay. I got to get some photos. <laughs> and it's like, Jason, there have been seven red flags yep. r- more crimson than your yep. hair. And you are just, what? And I guess, I'm, I mean, he is like grieving. And that yeah. is, I definitely know people who's lost their parents at a young age and they do mm-hmm. go through a slutty phase. And right. and to that I say, I have no excuse. Both of my parents alive, slutty decade. So <laughs> I guess I can't judge him, but I'm I'm questioning his decision-making skills yes, at this point. absolutely, absolutely. I mean, you have to, it, it's also like, to me, he's not slick because after, the, after all this happens, after he gets his like cash advance, he he goes back home, puts like a hundred dollar bill on the table. Oh like, my I'm god! I'm gonna get dinner for everybody. Listen to this. I gotta get dinner started. <laughs> hey mom, why don't we uh, order in tonight? It's on me. Can we order Chinese? Okay, I if, if I was Nicole, I would be like, "Are you a drug dealer?" A hundred percent, a hundred percent. He is a drug dealer, Nicole, and you. <laughs> Work at a high school. What is the 
this family, they are living on the sunny side of the street. They've got no freaking idea. No idea. But you know what? Jason is like, I got to make some more of this paper. So he goes to like a woman, Karen's house. Now, did you recognize Karen? Yes, I did. She is Aunt Zelda from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yes. Well, honey, (laughs) I was not prepared to see Aunt Zelda like this because Mm, mm. basically Jason goes to Karen's. He's like, you know, walks into the backyard to do some landscaping, Uh instantly takes his shirt off, which again, I thought... How quickly he did it without being prompted. Well, I do have to say as someone with very um, fair skin prone to burning, he, he would never take a shirt off. Like uh, that boy yeah. that he. Yeah. You're not when I, I'm it full. I'm in a full sleeve in 110 <laughs> degrees. You know, like yeah. Jason would have like an umbrella hat on right. and like <laughs> and his face would still have like the creases of the sunscreen on it. He would not be shirtless. He would he would die. He would get skin cancer and die at the age of 22. I know you. He like if you when you go to the beach, you're wearing like an 1800 swimming costume. Yes, something and a hat. really. Yes, and really I'm down under something, knees. and I right. still need Botox. You know, like <laughs> God, they these wrinkles find me, and I stay out of the sun. My enemy. Uh, well, I will say this though: he took his shirt off, and Karen said that is my cue because Karen yes. comes right up to Jason. Hello there. Uh, hi. Sorry, I, I didn't mean to disturb you. Oh, don't be silly. He's enjoying the view. You're new, aren't you? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I just started working for Courtney yesterday. Well, she sure knows how to pick him. And, like, goes to, like, I don't know, she, like, you know, puts her arm on him, and he mm-hmm. immediately gets, like, spooked, uncomfortable, and he leaves, goes straight to Courtney's house, and is like, WTF, listen to this. She tried to have sex with me. I thought that Daniel explained to you what the job was all about. What? Did you really think that I was sending you to trim hedges? My clients aren't looking for yard work. Their husbands can help them with that. They're looking for something that the husbands can't give them, like what you gave to me. Are you kidding me? Look in that drawer and get the binder. Okay, now, because I understand you just heard it and did not see it, the binder she tells him to get contains pictures of topless teen boys. And immediately, I'm thinking of Mitt Romney's binders full of women. It really took me to a political place. I was like, this is why everybody was like, a binder? A binder full of women? That's really shady. Now we see what a binder full of men is. And just uh, we, we've, we've said it before. Naomi and I are not attracted to 19, 17 to 19 year old teen boys. That's like- 17 to 25, Megan, that's uh, my- A hundred percent, a hundred percent. I couldn't be more with you. I can't imagine a world where I would flip through that binder and want to do anything but help them prep for their SATs. (laughs) Or be like, I'll make him a sandwich, sure. Yeah, and I would say varying degrees of hotness too. Like there were some boys in that binder that I was like, I hope they're charging pro bono. I mean, there were some boys in there who also looked like prepubescent. Like, you know how yeah. some boys where it's like, you Ugh. may be 18, but you haven't really filled out yet. And it's like, and I thought that was inappropriate. But it's like, it, I don't <laughs> think there's just like professional accomplished women being like, mm, you see that 16 year old? That's like, <laughs> there's no Jessica Epstein. <laughs> Megan. <laughs> you know there are female predators. <laughs> but, okay, So, you know, Jason's like, I'm out. I'm scared. 
rightly so. And then the next day at school, he like sees Daniel, who's got a bloody lip, but busted doesn't say anything lip. about it. Yeah. Just busted lip. But it's like, and he's basically like, did you know what Courtney was about? And then, and then Daniel's basically like, yeah. Yeah. It's so <laughs> obvious, sir. I didn't even know I needed to tell you. Like, I honestly think the clue that is the least obvious is Karen coming up to him. Like right. every clue before that was more <laughs> obvious than just this woman being like, oh, there's a shirtless man. I thought he would want to have sex. <laughs> okay. But you're thinking though, okay, is this just Jason's journey? Don't forget, Nicole has also started at this high school. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's in her guidance counselor office and in walks Amber, who is distraught about her dead boyfriend, Chad. So she unloads to the guidance counselor. Listen to this. He told me he was going to stop. Once he made enough money, he said he was going to stop. Amber, you need to tell me what Chad was doing. He was... He was sleeping with older women. For money. Have you talked to the police about this? Yeah, but... I don't want to get any of his friends in trouble. Other boys were doing this too? Nicole is instantly like, I'm on the case. Nicole uh-huh. was like so ready to handle mm-hmm. it. But then of course it's like, how can Nicole handle it when she's hanging out with Courtney McQueen? Well, but All she right? doesn't know. I mean, for if anything, this is good. It's good news because she's she literally already knows the suspect. She just does not know she knows the suspect. Right, right. Well, especially when Courtney then proceeds to like give Jason her dead husband's car because Jason needs a car. And then like Courtney's also getting the entrepreneurial spirit award from the town. Like literally you think she is like head of the city council, the most perfect person you've ever seen. And don't you think anyone in the town has been like, what is your business? <laughs> like, if you're getting the entrepreneur, like, she does, it, there's not a fleet of landscape cars. You right. know, what? what is her LinkedIn? I would love to know what exactly. the front is because the, <laughs> she they're not cutting lawns. So, like, right. how, and uh, listen, I know someone who did use a landscaping business as a front, but there Ooh. also was a landscaping business. <laughs> right, like they, right, right, right. They were it was mowing lawns. They just also were trafficking drugs. Like, you still right. have to mow the lawns and lay the mulch. You can't right. just say, like, I didn't see a truck with, like, McQueen mowing. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. nothing, nothing. And you know, Purity Falls is like a town of a thousand. So I'm like, yeah, the fact that we're even playing this game. And then, of course, Jason, who just like, you know, he's like a car. I, I really liked having money. He immediately goes back to Courtney is like, I would like to begin landscaping. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hold up. 
Okay, so then when Jason goes back and like immediately starts working for Courtney, I was like, oh, she knew he would come back because she took it so well when mm -hmm. he quit. And then I was like, oh, I bet every boy quits <laughs> like and then comes <laughs> back that she's just like used to this. Well, probably except for Daniel. Daniel was in Except Daniel, beginning. exactly. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, I'm sure they're like, I have to have sex with this like married woman who lives on my street. Um, right. But then, yeah, I'm sure they want pizza. Like that was his main reason for doing it in the first place was pizza and Absolutely. pizza don't buy itself. <laughs> so then Courtney's like, here's your next client. Uh, and then he goes to this woman's house. Her name is Miss Harris. And she's hot. But I mean, suddenly I felt like I was in like, what is the word? It just had like like a film noir vibe, right? Yeah. Like he walks into her house, door unlocked, purity falls. Yeah. And it's dark. She's at the top of the stairs. In and her she's, business attire. Oh my God. And, and she's like shrouded yeah. in shadow. Hello, Jason. Uh, the, the door's open. Stop right there. I want to get a look at you. And then they sit in this weird, vacantly decorated great room. And she asks him to undress slowly. And he does. A lot of abs in this town, truly. Um, and then she undresses. And I just was like, wow, she looks great. That's all I was thinking. Um, I know. Was she like, was gorge. She was gorge. And I don't think she would need to pay a teen boy for sex. <laughs> Go to an open mic. Go to an open mic, honey. I mean, and that then it's free. Well, no, but see, we talked about abs. She wants abs too, Megan. Oh, you can't right. find Don't those go to Miss Harris. Do not go to an open mic. Okay, <laughs> so but at this point, Jason's like, I'm I'm sure living large. He's like, this lady's hot. Yeah. Her house is nice. Whatever. And then he's at wrestling practice, and him and Daniel have this talk. Would have been riding you too hard. <laughs> Something like that. I've had a client every night this week. I'm definitely gonna need a break soon. I'm count on it. Fresh meat. This money's not bad, right? Yeah, can't complain about that. Okay, okay. After that, though, he tries to ask out Clara. Mm -hmm. And then she is immediately disgusted with him. She's yes. like, ew, I know I what, know you're, what doing. you're doing. I know what you and Daniel are doing. You're disgusting, Jason. Just stay away from me. Clara, wait. Okay, and then I said, she's not the murderer. I was wrong. She's not. I know, I know it, was, it was amazing because I was like, you only see Clara like twice, but she right. really took a journey. She, oh, there was 180. Arc, there was a character She was like, arc. I'm sweet. And then she was like, you're disgusting. And yeah, I think Clara's very Christian yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, based yeah. on how she reacted. It is, at that point, I'm like, how many people know about this? It seems like there's a lot of guys in the ring. It's yep. like going around the school. Right. I, 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 I don't know. It it, I know. it almost feels it's like a, a house conspiracy. Of cards. It's a yeah. house of cards that's going to tumble down because anytime you're doing something shady and you tell the first new person you meet, loose lips sink ships, okay? Yeah. Like, there's no way. Like, there should have been a stricter, like, vetting process to even bring Jason into the ring so you know it's not going to go well. And then for Jason, it gets even worse because he then goes back to Aunt Zelda, Karen, uh -huh. in this film. He goes back to her house and he's like, they're in her bedroom making out. Away the other day, kind of hurt my feelings. I am so sorry about that. I promise I am all yours. 
and her husband comes home. And her husband is the quote-unquote crazy old drunk guy that was yelling at Daniel in the locker room. Uh, uh, Get in the closet, get in the closet. This man was livid. So then, of course, Karen's like, hide in the closet. Yeah. He like grabs his, Jason grabs his clothes, gets in the closet. She then proceeds to like, what's the word? Like, what is it? Seduce her husband, basically, right? Yes, they have sex. But then she like is shooing Jason out of the house. Mm -hmm. And for, oh wait, and then you also notice too, that when the husband like came home, he opened a drawer and there was a gun in it. Yeah. Like in a bedroom drawer. So it was like. Not so purity falls. Not so purity falls, sir. I was like, this is dangerous. But then Jason runs out. Mm-hmm. And on his way out, he drops his belt. Oh, my God. Oh, my. I literally gasped. I gasped when he dropped his See, belt. See, I feel like a belt is such a thing that she could be like, oh, that's mine. Like, belts look the same. You know, like, she could just be like, oh, it's not one that I clasp. It's one I, like, got at Chico's and I, like, tie it. Are you kidding me? A teenage boy, a, t- a high school boy's belt you think a grown woman could be like, oh, yeah, this is mine. With some creativity, yes. <laughs> I do. But obviously the husband's already on to her. And then I was wondering, too, like, do these guys get territorial? Like, is Daniel mad that now Jason is with Karen? No. Because, okay. Come maybe on. about Maybe about Miss Harris, you know. Well, exactly. But it's like, Daniel does not care. Daniel's literally like, you should come with me, enjoy this sex ring. It is fun. Like, he is not mind. But Jason, of course, after this incident where he's like, you know, could have been murdered by Karen's angry husband. Yeah. He basically, he is done. And Mm -hmm. and Courtney is pissed. Listen to this, y'all. No, thank you. Excuse me? I said no. Look, I'm taking a break. I don't need this kind of stress in my life right now. Jason, we have an arrangement. No, we don't have an arrangement. I said I would help you out and I have been, but I'm taking a step back. I don't think you realize how good you've got it with me. Most people would be taking advantage of you. It feels like right now the only person trying to take advantage of me is you. Mm. I, I, like, I, Karen is the problem. Like, can we all, like, her husband has uh, accosted Daniel at school, which yep. you would get arrested for, and has a gun. It's like, I think you need Karen to not be a client anymore. Like, this doesn't seem exactly. like this is Jason's issue. Right. Um, Naomi, this, at this point in the movie, I was, I was wondering, because I, I, it, it's just so far-fetched to me that these women would be paying these teen boys for sex. And yeah. so I was wondering, what would you pay a teen boy to do? Well, that's the thing. I would pay them to like run errands, except uh-huh. for grocery shop. You cannot trust a teenage boy to like no. pay attention to an expiration date. But I would certainly be like, could you fill put the the air in my tires? Can you like, you know, clean get me some the, gas? Yes, clean the windows. You know, um, I would say. Yeah, I think I just have you do like a lot of work around the house. I'd be like, can you walk my dog for me? I'm very tired. You are young and you have energy. Mm -hmm. You know, that kind of thing. And I would say my number one rule is your shirt has to stay on. (laughs) I don't want you to take it off. Actually, I don't want you to take your shoes off. I don't want to see one inch of your body. They loved having them take shoes off. Did you notice that? Courtney was like, take your shoes off. And then Miss Harris was like, take your shoes off. And I was like, that's such a mom thing. It's such a mom (laughs) thing. And I almost think that was in there to be like, these women are older than them. And it's like, we know and we think it's insane. (laughs) Oh, my God. So that then we have another wrestling practice. Jason, after practice, 
Megan, did you die over how long this scene was? You guys, there is a ridiculously long scene of Jason showering in the locker room. Second shower scene for him. Second shower scene, but this one included like a fade out and an in. We Mm -hmm, got the camera mm -hmm. moving and then the lights go off. In Ooh, the j- scary, scary, scary. Why are people always in locker rooms alone? I, I, uh, uh, no. Parking garages and locker rooms. I need a partner. Especially because it's like the type of thing where it's like, why is it that like the whole school is suddenly empty? That's it's not, it's like so, literally not that, sound. That not a janitor. All the time in, in like teen, like, you know, in like the faculty. Whenever it's like yeah, yeah, set yeah. in a school, I'm like, people are there. Like until at least eight o'clock. Yeah, I used to to do theater and it's like we would be there until like 10 p.m. and there would still be someone there. Exactly, exactly. But it was like totally, totally dead. And then, you know, the lights go off. Jason comes out and is like, again, honey, nude in a towel in pitch black. He goes to turn on a light. Nothing's turning on. I was like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. This is scary. This is scary. And then this scrawny yet creepy guy. We've not seen before yet. We've never seen him. We've never seen him. He rolls up. Listen to this. Who are you? I'm Benjamin. Friend of Courtney's. I don't know any Courtney. Yeah, I'm sure some people go for the dumb, pretty boy routine, but I don't. Your next client, she wants you to go tonight. I told her that I'm out. Yeah. The thing is, Okay, Benjamin. Okay. So Courtney has muscle. But scrawny muscle, but he also has a knife. He also, he's like muscle with a knife and is also like threatening Jason's sister. So it's like, okay, okay, where did you come from? Again, it's Purity Falls. How have we not seen you yet? And You're a wild card. At, at this point, I was like, oh, Courtney's a pimp. You know, like, yeah, yeah, she's yeah. not a madam. She's a pimp. Because this is what a pimp would do. Like, if you if you stop making them money, they rough you up. And right. so Courtney is, and then I was like, do you think Benjamin it was one of her boys and he aged out? <laughs> like, I know, that's what I wondered too. I was like, he aged out, so now he's an enforcer. And so I was like, <laughs> but I was like, he is so scrawny. Yeah, I Jason could take him, and he's yes. showering after wrestling practice. <laughs> and they're like, one in the state. They're one in the state. <laughs> oh God, that was very terrifying. Okay, so this next scene is <laughs> uh, it, it, honestly. I love this reveal. Yeah, it's really fun to like be at a party. Too, you know? <laughs> so we were at Courtney's party, and Nicole is introduced to the sexy Miss Harris, who is a local judge. Can you handle it? Can you handle Miss Harris being a judge? Oh, <sighs> bossy judge in the bedroom. Wow. I love it. But quickly, though, the whole the whole butt pinching incident gets fully eclipsed by Karen, who is drunk as a skunk. And gets escorted out by Courtney and reveals to her that Karen's husband saw Jason's belt and now he wants a divorce. Ah. And Karen is like, this is all your fault, so you're going to give me money. Well, I might be drunk. You're loaded, Courtney. I want $100,000. Are you out of your mind? I want $100,000. Or I will tell everybody about your little business, Miss Entrepreneur. 
Karen is the problem. <laughs> Karen's a liability. Karen's a liability. Karen's a liability. And finally, she was like, get out of here, Karen. And Karen was like, nope, if I'm going down, you're going down with me. Mm-hmm. And Nicole is watching that whole conversation from inside the house. But she can't really hear. I know, but she's like, it looks mean. And it looks weird. it does. Yeah. And Karen's like drunk and kind of like, you know, she's like really gesturing and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And she had just broken a glass. Like it's, it is, Nicole knows something's up. And yeah, I guess also this is another instance of like, Courtney, you're doing a lot out in the open. You know, like you're just in your backyard making it like pretty obvious. And what is even more crazy and obvious, Nicole goes to the restroom, I think, to be like, what is going on here? And she opens a bedroom door and finds Daniel nude with Judge Harris. Judge Harris can't even get through a party without getting some. Can we talk about it? And I think <laughs> this one Ju- this one was on the house. I don't think she was paying for this. Oh, no. Judge Harris was just there and she was going to get hers. Yeah. And I thought that was so funny. I was like, you couldn't even like walk down the cul-de-sac to your own home? She Jeez. was like, let's go into this bedroom. She's I died. Mm. I love Judge Harris being yeah. so bold. But yeah. then, of course, Nicole is like, uh, what? <laughs> like, because it's like, I just met you. You are a local judge. I know that boy is, is a young boy. He wrestles with my son. <laughs> and this cannot be legal or you'll definitely get in trouble. Do you think oh. she has, do you ever think she inter- introduces a gavel into the bedroom? <laughs> order oh, yeah. in the bedroom. Oh, yeah. I mean, think about it, because she was very into giving direction. Yeah, she does she want was. order in the bedroom. She does mm-hmm. want order. She's divorced. Um, She's divorced. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because men can't handle her strength. Mm-hmm, so she prefers mm-hmm. to just engage with the teen boys. Yeah. Now, Karen, who you know, she said to Courtney, you know, if you don't give me $100,000, I'm telling everybody about you. At which point I thought, I think everybody knows about her. So I, I, yeah. wanted, I wanted Courtney to roll the dice. But right. Benjamin... Remember, scrawny, knife-wielding, in-the-locker-room shadows Benjamin goes to Karen's house that night and gives her an envelope, which we think is money, uh-huh. and he invites himself in. I hear you're all alone tonight. Guess so. Would you like some company? I know. You were always my favorite. Okay, so then we realize he is he is a retired boy. <laughs> exactly. He's a retired boy. And but they go up to Karen's bedroom, and I'm thinking to myself, Karen, you have already been caught out yeah. in this bedroom. Can somebody rent a hotel room in this and town? It seems like your husband comes home at any moment, too. You any know, like moment. He's on to you, Karen. I just, I just feel like again, could, does Purity Falls not have a motel? Does it not have a B and B? There has to be a place you can do this when your husband is a wild card. Anyway, well, Karen opens that envelope and we see it's just pieces of newspaper. Uh oh. And then Benjamin chokes her to death. Well, but. She is able to grab her husband's gun before she's fully dead and shoots Benjamin. Not not killing him, but severely injuring him. And he basically has to crawl to Courtney's house. And she's like, Benjamin, what happened? She shot me. Karen, she shot me. We gotta call you an ambulance. No. Gunshot wounds get reported to the police. 
he knows he can't go to the hospital, but I think he actually could have. I don't know. No, he's right, though, because he says he goes, gunshot wounds will be reported to the police. That is accurate. That is real. Oh, he killed someone. Okay. Now And also he killed someone because they're going to be like, well, who's gun? That woman's dead. What? And it's like, clearly, she's the one who shot him. You'll see the gunshot residue on her hands. You know I watch procedurals. I know Okay, you're right. You're right. He can't go to a doctor. I just want people to get the correct medical care. Uh, Murderer or not, you know, but you're right. Murderer or not. He's a retired boy with his whole life ahead of him. (laughs) He could have turned things around. (laughs) But it's so funny because as, you know, Benjamin is in Courtney's kitchen on the floor, like, bleeding out. This is the moment Courtney decides to confront him. Yeah. About his violence. Are you sure that Karen's dead? Of course. I'm sure. I don't like mistakes. I don't make mistakes. Are you sure about that? She's and mad at him. Like, you sent him over there. Right. And, like, you knew he was crazy, which is why you asked him to help you. I didn't want any of my boys hurt. Sometimes things get out of line. Accidents happened. Will you please call someone? Is that what happened with Chad? Was that an accident? What are you talking about? Did you kill him? And then he confesses to killing Chad. (laughs) And he also robbed him. Um, And he also did it kind of sloppy because like, Amber's onto it. Nicole is onto it. Right. Like right, right, the right, police right. aren't really like talking, as Amber said. But like I'm sure they're onto it in to some extent. Like it feels like the walls are closing in on Courtney. Um, she puts Benjamin into her trunk. That we were we we were like the camera angle where we were in the trunk. That always scares yes. me. It makes me claustrophobic <laughs> just imagining it. Um, and then while all this is happening, Jason comes home, gets in a fight with his mom, storms out, and drives to the family cabin where his dad died. And I'm wondering how far away. What are we talking? That's what I thought too. I was like, you moved to a new town, but the cabin's within driving distance. But it's like he when he's like in the car, he's like having a crying moment. You know what I mean? Like he's really breaking down and he is just like, you know, and he's he also knows that he's in this insane situation. Right. Like Mm -hmm. he's like he's like like I he I'm imagining him being like, I wouldn't even be in the sex ring if dad wasn't dead. Yeah. You know, so probably true. True. It's true. And so it's all happening for him, you know. So he decides, you know. What he's going to do, first he goes to Daniel and then very quickly realizes Daniel cannot be trusted no, to be involved in a heist. No, okay? no Daniel <laughs> loves being in the sex ring. He loves it. Yeah, it's like, do not get Daniel involved. So then Jason decides he's going to go to Courtney's house to get her binder full of boys' pictures mm-hmm. so he can ruin her for good. Oh, my God. And then if you thought that what we have said up till now was wild... Strap in, okay? Because we have got the one, the only, hilarious, brilliant Michelle Collins to help us bring this movie home and fan our faces from the heat. Wow. I mean, we are talking Madam Purity Falls and we do have, I, I, you are a madam of my life. Truly. You know, I would pay any money to just sit and be in your presence, non-sexual. Mm-hmm. Either way. Honestly, of, anyway. The host of Midnight Snack, which has been like a true lifeline for me mm-hmm. over the last few months and part of the Lifetime family as we are. Please welcome Michelle Collins. Hi. What a lovely introduction, Maggie's and Naomi's. Hi, girls. <laughs> 
We're so happy to it's have so good you to and see, see you. you. You're stunning us, and I expect I expected no less. You know what I mean? But you are really coming through. I'm seeing a shimmery shadow, and I love I it. I did put glitter on. I haven't left my house in three days. It's pouring rain outside. I really, honestly, was like, I'm going to have some fun with makeup for my girls tonight. That's really true. And so I did a face. And I really miss you guys. You really can I say something about the two of you? I love when everyone compliments each other. <laughs> two of the funniest most cleansing personalities in comedy, just a like human sage. You come into a room, the ghosts leave and everyone feels good. That's how I feel about the two of you. That wow. That's That's the greatest compliment I've ever, I've ever received. I I told the producers, I go, listen, we're going to need to do five minutes of compliments up top and then we will get into the film. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So Michelle, we have the lifetime catalog at our fingers and we are able to within reason, if, you know, we're not going to be too insane ourselves. We are able to pick the movies. And so when we got Madam of Purity Falls, we specifically chose this for you. <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. Having never seen it, just the title yep. and the log line alone, we were like, this is the one for Michelle. <laughs> this is the one for Michelle. Can I just say something? Yeah. I loved it so much. <laughs> I have so much to say, but I'm so flattered that oh, you good. knew me well enough. Good. I really mean that to pick this one for me because I genuinely love I adored it but continue Megan I interrupted you I'm so sorry no I'm glad the question I was just gonna ask how you felt now having seen the film yeah yeah this movie honestly was I think unfair for you girls to assign me I'm gonna tell you why I'm like not to make you both uncomfortable I can't even look at my camera I'm like looking literally at like a ceramic gerbil bank that I got (laughs) do you want to see it I'm gonna grab it please do this is what I've been staring at this is what I'm literally (laughs) oh my god you know I'm a full idiot. You both should know that already. Oh but my God. I, uh, despite all my animal figurines, am so horny. Like no. being stuck. <laughs> what? What is it about me? I just <laughs> literally have been locked in this place. I was in Miami for two yeah. months. I can't get into my life because it's not appropriate for Lifetime. But what I will say is, to make me watch this movie where all these young boys who are of age are sleeping with old horny, (laughs) successful, determined women was a really unfair prank to pull on your friend, Michelle. The point is this movie really stirred me up and I like popped open that hinge app and I'm like, I'm not giving up girls. Yeah. And that is why we thought this was a good choice for you. We wanted Mm -hmm. it to, we want you to keep hope alive. We want you to realize, honey, if the aunt from Sabrina, the teenage witch can get some. Yes. (laughs) Can get a husband and some paid young tales. (laughs) Okay, you guys, let's focus. (laughs) Michelle, we have brought you here at what I felt was the most intense part of the motion picture. Okay? Climax. No pun intended. (laughs) Basically, the end of this movie, I feel like, I mean, talk about a climax. Talk about a climax. I mean, you've got what, 12, 15 minutes where everything that could possibly happen happens. Can we just talk about, tell me, Michelle, what did you feel when Jason goes to Courtney's house to help be a server and the mayor walked in? Well, you know, my instincts, whenever I see anyone showing up to a house to be a server, I always think of Arsenio and coming to America. I'm just going to throw that out there (laughs) first. And my mind always goes to Arsenio because just nothing beats. There's no better scene of anything in that realm with what's his name? Jacob in the film. Yes. Jason. Jason. I watched it closely. The point is (laughs) the mayor shows up and it's obvious 
God bless you. Thank you. We, do not edit that. Do not edit that sneeze out. I'll be so pissed. You leave that sneeze in. <laughs> Basically, the mayor comes in and you're like, okay, is he now going to sleep with the mayor? Like that's initially yeah. I thought, yeah. oh, he's going to have mm-hmm. sex with the mayor. But then it, as it sort of kind of came to fruition, you realize, oh, it's like a key party. There's going to be, right? Like there were more people coming or was well, it just, just the mayor? Just his wife. It was just the mayor and his wife. It was wife. just going to be, yeah, the mayor and Mrs. Mayor. And there was a setup of bondage and and sort of like more aggressive sex toys. But it did seem like, because at one point the mayor's like, I don't know what time, what is her name is going to be here? Like, let's get started. And then Jason drops a plate of pigs in a blanket. Uh, pigs in a blanket. But of the, mayor, the mayor goes, my wife's going to love you. And so I assume it's like a, maybe perhaps some cuckoldry, perhaps cuckoldry or perhaps, you know, who knows? The Just the mayor being this like, you know, bisexual king, honestly, highlight of the film. I loved it. Totally I thought, what a yes. choice. I said, that is a yes. choice. Like when he came in, I was like, what? <laughs> now, when Jason then decides he's going to use this moment again, it's all about finding the binders full of boys. And Jason Ooh. goes up into the bedroom and he sees bondage toys on the bed mm-hmm. and I like that there's just a moment where he sees them and then he's like I can't and then Jay, like he just like runs around <laughs> trying to find the book like he couldn't even deal with the bondage toys by the way I thought the schmuck was looking for money I was like oh yeah okay like, yeah he's like opening the drawer in the mattress I'm like oh this guy is actually smarter than his abs um <laughs> deliver I go oh he's looking for cash and then he finds this like Filofax from my 1994 backpack yeah, I, in oh, middle yes. school when I thought I had contacts. <laughs> Do you remember? When yeah. I thought I when had addresses, fans. I was like, I have yep. to have the addresses in my Filofax. <laughs> I had a little binder thing. That's what these madams apparently use. I did not know. Mm-hmm. And um, that part of him attempting to escape with it was absolutely mm-hmm. um, just very, very funny. Um, okay, so we are, so the mayor catches and they have this real struggle over this binder, which kind of like doesn't make sense. It's like, she could just have like a binder of pictures of young men. <laughs> like, I'm not saying I have one, I do not. But if you find one, you're not going to jail for that. But the mayor is like, no, no, no. And there's this massive tussle and then Courtney pulls the gun and that's the moment where we're like, oh, this bitch is like not really our hero. Yeah, anymore. right. Well, it was also wild to me because I also thought Thought too. It's again because it, we say it's a binder, but as Michelle said, it's like more of a philo fax, like almost a thick diary. And so, yeah, I was just surprised that as soon as he goes to get it, the mayor comes in and knows exactly what it is right. and what to do. Like the mayor, immediately I think the mayor's like, getting a cut, huh? <gasps> I think the mayor's like more involved in um, the business. this sex ring mm-hmm. and the cut, and like I think she's paying him under the table to keep quiet because he is. Well, Megan, it's all under the it. table. I don't think anyone's filling out a yeah. W two, babe. You don't. You don't think so? <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, I interrupted you. Go on. <laughs> the mayor's getting a cut fully. Yeah. Okay, so meanwhile, we have Jason's mom, and she knows, she knows something. Like, this is when uh, uh, some of her density goes away. She's like, something is going on, but she doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> and so she goes over to Courtney's house and finds Jason tied up in the garage. 
all chained up. Uh, yeah. All chained up. No, he chained was really up. chained up in that garage. This final scene, Megan, take it away. It's, it's Well, uh, what I did love in her garage, that I love that Courtney had a John Deere riding mower. I don't know why. That was just really funny to me. It didn't seem like she had a big yard. But I think she's just like, I buy all my tra- I buy all my toys, you know? And I need a John Deere. I'm doing what Americans do. I need a John Deere riding mower. Okay, so Courtney and the mom, they start getting into a really funny fight. Well, um, where but this is when I fell as though I'm like, I'm like, we know you're T3. I want more from you. Do you know what I mean? When you see Kristana Logan, I was like, Lifetime is like, they're hiding her light under a bushel. I was like, give me martial arts. Give me full no. on fighting. <laughs> give yeah. me mechanical like <laughs> noises. Give me that far off T3 stare mm-hmm. where it's like figuring out, which you know, I love, I said it before. I love T3. I saw it in the theaters. <laughs> the point is, I don't think she had much of a career until the Madam of Purity falls. I'm like, wow, this uh-huh. is the film that's going to get her back in the mix. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then that fight scene sucked. I was like, hold on. And then your son kicking over, he like kicked over the screwdriver, right? Right. Which, by the way, yes. kind of a dumb uh, madam leaves a screwdriver. The guy has long fingers. You can just see <laughs> yeah. that he's got them big right. old hands. Leaves right. it within reach of... I hands from Pan's Labyrinth sitting there. You know what I mean? And he just gets it. And he just grabbed it with his big yes. long fingers. Mm-mm. Well, well, the funniest thing, so they're a, she's able to stab her with the screwdriver, get Jason untied, and then they are like getting, but then they have like a moment in the driveway instead of running away. They like call the police. Like, I love you. Get I love out of you there. Too. They stand there as this, as Run. the sister from the Wonder Years has a, a two inch metal spike in her side. We've all been there. We'll kill you. <laughs> I'll tell you that. And she lays there, and there's like a gun clearly right there. Yes, yes. yes. The first thing you do is kick the gun away. When somebody comes to the gun, you wrestle them down, you kick it away. And then you run, and by off chance, this was a twist too. I did not see this coming. The sister is standing there with dad's rifle, you know, so we come full circle. Dad's not there, but he ends up saving the day by having, I hope, a licensed firearm. (laughs) And she shoots Courtney. See, that wasn't a twist for me, because I knew the second I saw uh, Tommy Laren in this movie... I was like, that gun is coming out of that house at some point and shooting somebody. Yeah. But she says, yeah, yeah, yeah. though, she's like, I hate guns. But then she gets it so mm. quickly. Because here's the other thing I would say. Why would mom, she's like, I'm going to go across the street, leave her phone at the house. And I, I mean, it's like, mom, 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 you are about to go into the belly of the beast, a mm-hmm. den where anything is possible. Bring your dang cell phone. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you this, if I was principal of that school, oh. that's what we call a pink slip. <laughs> You're not going to guide my children, moron. That's what it would say. Yes. You're not going to guide my children, you moron. Uh-huh. I love her, a moron. Well, you have to be nice. We have to be gentle with our heroines, Michelle. Because if there's one thing Lifetime has taught me, it's that white women suffer too. Mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm, as I discover mm-hmm. it, as I see it, as I take it in, I'm like, you know what? You know what? Her husband did die at a barbecue. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. how would that affect any of us? Mm-hmm. I just want to say that I was maybe the only person who did not make fun of Gal Gadot's Imagine video. <laughs> and so I completely agree. Like, I was like, mm, this is horrible. I'm not going to say anything. I was like, this, the punishment it lies within the crime. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, she's been punished enough is what I screamed. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, I, I agree. I agree. 
Yeah. <laughs> so Courtney, we actually don't know if Courtney's dead or not. And it would be great. I would totally love a Madam of Purity Falls um, sequel where maybe Courtney's in a wheelchair and operating <laughs> like, you know, at paralyzed. I think that would, you know, there's something she's has some sort of like wound from the first, but she's like, I'll be damned. I'm getting these boys back on the streets. But remember, but M- Megan, Michelle, you guys have to remember she has Benjamin's body in her trunk. Oh, right. I forgot. But like, she didn't kill Benjamin. Benjamin just died on her floor. And she, <laughs> I well, she never thought you were going to say. What? I thought you were going to say, remember, she has Benjamin button disease. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? She's like 18 herself. Oh, I'm like, no, God. no. I genuinely, that's the twist we needed in this that film. Would have Lifetime, great. if you're listening. That definitely. would be great. Oh, she has definitely. Benjamin, I know you must have talked about it. Oh, But boy. Benjamin <gasps> was yeah. just a twist I didn't need. I'll tell yeah, you right now, I didn't need it. He looked like Buddy from Pee Wee's Playhouse. Do you remember <laughs> Pee Wee's Playhouse? <laughs> but that the- wooden puppet. But yeah, he's not strong enough. He, he was Karen's favorite, though. I did love that. She I know like, oh, you've always, always my been favorite. my favorite. <laughs> I was like, why? I will. I will appreciate the casting of that, though, because he did have like trench coat mafia energy. Edit yes. that out. I'm sorry, interrupted you. Not worth it. I'm gonna take it away. <laughs> so sorry. Now, I I just want to say real quick, though, Michelle, how did you feel about the ending when they were all back at the cabin where Dad died for his graduation six party? Six months later. We cut to six months later. That's a classic Lifetime trope. Yeah, they love... Well, I like it, though. I like the closure. I, I like that they're like, don't worry, everyone's fine. Mm-hmm. But I also felt like, you gotta get rid of this house where Dad died. You gotta get rid of it. I liked it. I liked mm-hmm. it. I thought, let's rewrite the story as a family. <laughs> dad, you know, they should have carved out a little area like when you bury a dog, mm. you know? <laughs> just like, Dad died here. Put a little fence around that part. And then you just live life in the rest of the park. You know, you just have the rest of the little field there. You toss another ball around. Yeah. I thought it was nice. How else could the movie end? They had to leave Purity Falls. Yeah. yeah. They had to, the the You're scandal right. alone, mm-hmm. they had to start over. They had the cabin. Um, And you want to know what? She raised some nice kids. They were yes. very lovely children. Yes. He always wanted to do the right thing and he mm-hmm. never got a chance because he was too hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we never once saw him exercise. We never once saw him do a sit up. I know. Curious indeed. I know. Okay, I think, Megan, when you say, like, this Purity Falls 2, I would rather something where the mayor has now taken over. He's now the, instead of a madam, right, he's a mister, and he's, like, taking over at Purity Falls. Would that be fun? Wow, wow. That would be the the pimp of Purity Falls. Yeah, I think that would be really (laughs) interesting. I would love, if Pissed Off Clown doesn't um, kick into production soon, he's available. And I think we need... (laughs) To bring Robert Pralgo back into the Lifetime mix. Yes. Bring him back. I love that. The Pimp of Purity Falls. It even sounds good. I mean, it sounds better than Madam of Purity Falls. Okay, (laughs) Michelle, we like to end the podcast Mm -hmm. reflecting on the movie that we've just seen and sort of coming up with any lessons or key takeaways that we learned from watching this film. I have a really good one. Okay, great. Um, I didn't know. I didn't know for the record that we ended doing this, but I would say if my final six eggs decide to um, become fertilized, uh, and I have a son, that I would want him to not be hot at all. Uh, I just feel like I, I have a real theory. I don't think children should be hot. I don't yeah. think they should be hot until thirty and up. Uh-huh. I think to raise a normal person. Um, no offense to the two of you, but they just can't be hot until at least 30. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, do you know what I mean? Like a, a hot teen 
just creates bad adults. Yep. And yeah. that's my that's the lesson. This movie for me really drove that home. Right. Right. I think that's a, a very, very important lesson. That is really good. Mm. I mean, thank you. You know, for me, one of the things I felt like, you know, and I've always felt this way, but I really saw it. Never trust anybody who comes in too friendly. Okay. Mm-hmm. They had mm-hmm. literally, they hadn't even unpacked a box and Courtney's there with a casserole. <laughs> I said, yeah. ma'am. You got to back up off the doorstep. She's trying to weasel her way in. I'm not saying you don't wave. Maybe a weekend howdy neighbor brought you a little bottle. Welcome to the neighborhood. But I'm not. Don't come to my house. Come inside my house. Mm -hmm. I don't even know if you can cook. I'm not eating your casserole. Yeah, that's great. I mean, if honestly, if. People in Lifetime movies just didn't let in their neighbor. There'd be half as many Lifetime movies. Well, that's true. That's That's true. Okay, so my takeaway, and I know that there is a theory about this. When you have like a traumatic event or a death, you're not supposed to do anything drastic. Yeah, no major changes. Yes, and I think that that family would have benefited from this because I think you should not move and you definitely should not move to a place called Purity Falls because there is going to be horny sex happening there. Right, like, right. Or witches, the, or witches. You know yes, what I mean? Like it's got the something. Dirtiest, yeah. yes. It's the dirtiest sounding name of a town and if you have to move, you can go there. Mm-hmm. But if it's got a nice ring to it. Of course there's a sex ring. And I'm not trying to victim blame, but you hear purity in the name of a town and it's like teens are having sex there. Yeah. And purity that falls, it's just almost too much. It's too much. It's just too much. I mean. I'm moving to Taint Mountain. (laughs) I can't wait. I'm going to get my whole family together. We're moving to Taint Mountain. Uh, it's There's no sex happening uh, there. It right, stinks. Right. And we just can't. We're excited about it. We're excited <laughs> for the move. Thank you for and, asking. And I'm going to be one town over in Cooterville. And I Aww. can't wait to I can't visit wait. you. <laughs> I can't wait to see you in Cooterville. <laughs> Naomi, where are you moving? I don't know. I don't have a third beat for this game. Taint no. Falls, Cooterville. I'm going to live in... Scrote Town. I don't know. I couldn't do <laughs> yes. it. Yes. I couldn't do it. Scrote Town is good. It's really good. I love it. I can't wait to see you girls there. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Be Michelle, thank you so much <laughs> so for being much. here. Thank you for having me. I just adore you both, and I had the most fun. Thanks for picking this great movie. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> Shall I leave? <laughs> <laughs> Michelle Collins, we really, we really needed yes. a, a a horny outside perspective, and truly, and she delivered like she always does. Absolutely, and also, again, watching this movie, I just like I was agog, if you will. I was uh-huh. gagged, as the kids say. It was just nice to hear someone else also be on this journey. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I think for you, like, it rolls off your back now, Megan. Oh, we absolutely. Need that doesn't, it doesn't even phase me. I'm like, <laughs> oh, grown old women are paying to have sex with teen boys. Yep. Another day in lifetime land. <laughs> so yeah, oh. it is good to to shake up the perspective because we we are immune to absolutely. the roller coaster. Absolutely. But I do love lifetime land. Oh, I do too, which brings me to next week. And I love the title and I love this logline. How (laughs) I Met Your Murderer is the name of the film. Love. 
Uh, it follows Mac Meyer, a female podcaster who has built a large fan base for her show, How I Met Your Murderer. That's the name of the podcast. Great name. We love. Okay. From one podcast to another. However, <laughs> she finds herself the center of the story after learning her husband, Henry, was involved in the death of his high school sweetheart, Lily. Uh-oh. With the help of her new neighbor, Oliver, Mac links Lily's death to other murders in the area and fears she may be living with a serial killer. <gasps> Too good. Oh Too my good. gosh. Okay, so this is going to be premiering live on Lifetime on Sunday, May 2nd at 8 p.m. Mark your cows. wonderful way to wrap up your weekend. My God, beautiful. The Lord's Day. What yes. better way to spend it? And spend it wondering if you're sleeping with a serial killer. Okay, so there's a lot you need to get done. You need to watch this movie and get on board with us because next week is going to be lit. We will see you then. Bye. If you love Lifetime movies as much as we do, tune into Lifetime and LMN to watch all the new and classic movies that we can't get enough of. Check your local listings to find out what's airing on Lifetime and LMN because it just might be the movie we talk about next. This podcast would not be possible if it was just Naomi and me, for sure. Absolutely not. (laughs) I Love a Lifetime Movie is produced by Julie Magruder. With Chris Boniello as sound mixer. Executive produced by Jesse Katz and Ted Butler. With original music by Blake Maples. And hosted by... Naomi and Megan. Us. 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 I mean, you you should know that by now. If you've gotten to this point, you should know that we're the host. Okay? <laughs> I, it feels like we don't even need to say it, but we'll put ourselves in the credits. <laughs> when you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.